This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, Halloween safety tips, a new healthy pet treat, and the latest from Mutual Rescue. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the doggy divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Email us at doggydivashow at aol.com. That's D-O-G-G-Y. D-I-V-A show at AOL.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud Shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. I'm here with Monica Layton, President of Professional Pet Sitting. And Monica, what an exciting pet tip of the week we have because I am the costume queen. I have my dogs all dressed up all the time, but at Halloween, we really pull all the stops out. Can you give us some great Halloween costume tips? Absolutely. It is such a great and fun time of the year. I I have to tell you what theme our uh, pets and family tend to coincide and do a group costume each year. And it's like the talk of our family for months. And last year we did a big Ghostbusters theme and we had, you know, the three Ghostbusters and the Marshmallow Man and Slimer and it was a huge hit. The slightly overweight white poodle had to be the marshmallow man and the crazy little Yorkie had to be Slimer and it, it just worked out fantastically. But um, it's so fun. It's a great thing for families. It just really, really celebrates the season. So a couple tips when you're thinking about what you're going to do. Um, one, you want costumes that fit your pets. Make sure that they are sized correctly, that they're not going to be tripping on additional fabric. Uh, make sure it's very easy to get on and off. Um, Velcro is phenomenal. 
Um, make sure that it's not too snug on the arm areas, the legs, the neck, uh, making sure that, you know, the fit is really good and let them walk around in it prior to when you're going to go out to make sure that it's comfortable, that it's not going to slide. Um, you know, just making sure that your pet's comfort is the number one, you know, item that's, you know, checked off your list. Um, another thing is, depending on what event you're going to be doing, you know, make sure that, you know, if your pet is one that doesn't like to be out in big crowds or, you know, is fearful of sounds and things of that nature, then maybe it's not a good fit for them to go out to some of the wonderful costume parades or trick-or-treating, things of that nature. Maybe putting up a baby gate at home a little bit away from the front door. So, you know, that way when you have trick-or-treaters come to the front door, you can safely open and close the door without the pet getting out. But then, you know, you have the cute pet there greeting them from a distance with their adorable costume and safe and happy in their own home where they are comfortable. Um, another thing is, if you are going to trick-or-treat at night, especially with your family, make sure that you're safe and you can be seen easily. Um, you know, having some kind of reflective piece on your costume, having a little, you know, strobing collar tag, something to where you're seen very easily. Um, I always tell people to be cautious, especially with longer leashes or extended leashes. Um, you know, if it's dark outside and the pet has a, a distance on the leash that they can go, they are not always seen by cars. You may be seen, but the leash and the dog, you know, may not be. Um, so always being cautious that people can see you and that you, you know, are safe in that manner. Um, and really just having fun. If the pet's comfortable, you're comfortable, you know, everything, it, you know, kind of falls in place and it's very enjoyable. But, you know, just go with your pet's comfort level. If they seem anxious, if they don't want the outfit on if they don't want to participate don't force it let it come naturally because then it's going to become a bad experience it's not going to it's not going to work they have to they have to enjoy it it has to be easy on them one thing that i always say if anyone says anything to me oh what's your pet's going to be dressed as no masks yes pets hate masks and no masks and if your pet may be like my coco who's kind of a nudist a little bandana around mm -hmm. sometimes works so thank you so very much monica thank you have a great week hello everyone miss olive and sophia the doggy diva wanna thank you for your amazing response to their special book miss olive finds her forever home and they want to let you know that Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home is now available in both hardcover and softcover. And that's at Amazon.com. As Miss Olive says, woohoo, yippee! Thank you, everyone. Coming up, we know that olive oil and omega 3 are good for us, but how about our pets? Stay tuned. Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com slash dogs now.
That's myalphacbd.com forward slash dogs. Because your furry friends are family. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. In celebrating National Pet Wellness Month, we discovered treats that are designed to boost your dog's immune system and improve their skin and coat. All V Pet is a unique line of dog treats fortified with cold, press, and extra virgin olive oil that enhances your pet's health. And today we have with us from All V Pet, Neil Wordy, the Managing Director. Welcome, Neil, to the Doggy Diva Show. Well, thank you. Good morning, everybody. It's our pleasure to have you here and we can't wait to learn about these. This sounds like such a great healthy treat. Can you tell us about yourself and your work with Pet? Sure. Um, I've been managing director at Worldwise and uh, handling all the canine product development for the company for about the past four years, but I've been in the pet industry coming on 15 years now. So I've seen lots of changes within the industry and I see a really great trend towards simple ingredients and healthy treats and the process that it's made is so different than it was when I first started in the industry. I mean, they used to bake treats mostly and spray on the nutrients on the outside. Well, how crazy is that? So we worked together with a company in Europe that created Pet and worked on a cold press process system for manufacturing it. So what we do is we take five ingredients essentially, mix them together, it's ground, mixed together, and then put into a cold-pressed machine that basically at a very low temperature and a high compression compresses the whole product together and it makes, uh, it retains, helps retain the nutrients and the flavor. And I'll tell you, dogs love Alvipet. It's it sounds and I love the process that you went through to the, that you that you do to create these. Now, what was the inspiration for developing this from the olives? I found that to be so interesting. You know, we really watched human trends and watched the Mediterranean diet take hold, and not it wasn't a fad diet. So we watched it for a couple of years and then kind of took it apart and saw that olive oil was really the basic key ingredient in the Mediterranean diet and started working with a couple of uh, formulators, nutritionists and formulators to come up with the right mixture and found that the mixture of of a poultry meal and olive oil and then the key of chia seeds and pumpkin seeds to help with the omega-3 and 6 fatty acids was perfect and Doc just loved the flavor. Now, you have a a selection of products. Can you tell us about the different products? Yeah. So we have uh, two healthy bites that are great for training treats or just reward treats. uh, And they're in a soft or crunchy formulation. And they're uh, they're in a package that's about six ounces. And they're actually available now also at uh, at Amazon and Chewy.com. So I guess basically you could say they're available right at your front door. So you don't even have to go to a retailer to pick them up. So it's an easy way. But uh, so we have that. And then we have the uh, the uh, Dentabars in three different sizes. And we recommend one Dentabar a day. Uh, and the shape and the seed mixture inside helps to uh, clean the teeth off and 
adds the same benefits as the whole Mediterranean diet. We're talking about the Mediterranean diet, which I love personally for myself. How does it benefit our pets? Uh, it's really great. Well, basically, the omega-3 and 6 fatty acids support healthy skin and a shiny coat. But the olive oil is so good for the digestive system. It's um, it, it just completely cleans out the inside of the system. It's great for, for skin coat. It's great for, um, for, for eyesight. It's really a terrific addition into, uh, into this treat. Wow, Neil, it's, it's, it has so much to offer. It's natural. It's healthy. There's not a lot of, you know, it's, it's like minimal ingredients that give you like a maximum reward. So I love that. And you can pronounce them. We're very, we're very proud. And, um, it's it's starting to take hold. We're we're getting terrific reviews on the product, and uh, the timing is right. It really is for for a treat like this. An olive oil treat, how perfect! Where can the listeners go to learn more about Alvipad and where they're available? You talked about Amazon and Chewy, which a lot of our listeners are huge Amazon Chewy fans. So what better way to have it, as you said, delivered right to your door? So can you tell us um, where we could learn more about it? Yeah, we, you can go on our website, uh, com, and all the information is there, and you can actually you know, send a, a message or send some questions to me or to my crew, um, and we can answer anything that you, know, you guys may want to uh, know more about. Well, I have to tell you, I want to thank you for being our guest and for developing such a natural, healthy product for our dogs. When I see something like this, I may, I want to make sure that everybody knows about it. All the listeners can learn about it because it's up and coming, but it's like, you're, as you said, so well-received and getting such positive reviews. It's really important uh, that our listeners know about it. And it's also really important that they get it to give their pets because this is National Pet Wellness Month. And though we treat our pets wonderful every day, what better way to start than in this month? So, Neil, I thank you so much. Again, go to alvipetusa.com to learn more about this great, these great products, and I guarantee you're all going to love them. So thank oh, you, Neil. thank you so much. We'll be back in Bye just now. a moment. Coming up, the latest news from Mutual Rescue. Stay tuned. Do you have an accident-prone dog or cat? Well, if your dog or cat goes into the ER for an emergency, it's often unexpected and can be expensive. Well, here's something that can help. USO is a community-based cost-sharing health coverage plan for pets. Community is at the heart of USO, where members commit to help one another when their pets have unexpected health needs. USO isn't an insurance or a provider, but it's a platform that allows members to share expenses together safely and secretly. So what's part of USO's secret sauce? Complete transparency on where their users' money is going. USO members pay a flat subscription fee, $17 a month, plus a portion of shareable expenses. That flat subscription fee covers the use of the platform. And the monthly shareable expenses, which will never exceed $48 a month, will vary depending on how many expenses are submitted by the group that month. Save over 80% compared to traditional pet insurance by paying a flat subscription fee. For more information, go to USO.com. That's E-U-S-O-H dot com. Use promo code PETLIFE and get your first two months free at USO.com. E-U-S-O-H dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Mutual Rescue celebrates how people and pets save each other, producing heartwarming short films and inspiring people to support and engage in local shelters. We have with us today Carol Novello, the founder of Mutual Rescue and author of the tremendous, very inspiring, and very factual book, Mutual Rescue. And I want to um, introduce Carol to you, and there's so much to talk about, Carol, not only the book, the films, but about what Mutual Rescue is all about. So welcome so back to the Doggy Diva Show. Thanks so much, Susan. It's great to be here. Now, can you tell the listeners about what Mutual Rescue is and how it started? Sure. Mutual Rescue came about because as I transitioned out of a career from high tech into the animal welfare sector, people would sometimes say to me, why are you helping animals when you could be helping people? And I thought that was a curious question because I knew how much animals had played a part in making my life so much richer and fuller. And I saw what was going on with animals that were being adopted in the shelter that I run. And so I looked into it further and I learned a little bit more, which is that of the $410 billion that Americans give to charity every year, only 3% goes to animals and the environment combined. And I realized that we really needed to do something to change the conversation from people or animals to people and animals. So I started going out into the community, doing a presentation called Why Helping Animals Helps People, and started to share a story that a man had submitted to Humane Society Silicon Valley, which is the shelter that I run, uh, about how he had been uh, quite obese and, at the recommendation of his doctor, had adopted a dog from our shelter and lost over 140 pounds by walking him every day. And I was subsequently introduced to an executive producer, and I shared this whole concept with him. I said, you know, can you help me make it magical? And he coined the phrase mutual rescue and suggested that, you know, I could only go to to so many speaking engagements, but that if we created short films, it would really make it more visceral and tangible for people. And so Eric and Petey was our first short film that we released on Valentine's Day 2016, and we were completely unprepared for how people would respond. That one film, uh, since it's been released, has now been viewed more than 100 million times across multiple social media platforms around the globe. Wow. Wow. And, you know, you touch so many people in so many communities. I personally love those videos. I mean, I've seen a number of them and they're all so heartwarming and inspirational, but at the same time, they connect with the person because I think that when you bring the animal and the person, it's like bringing them together and they kind of, which your book was about too, would they rescue each other? Um, and that's what it's that bond. It's that beautiful bond that, that you work with and that you transition out to all of us out here. But another thing that you guys do, you actually mobilize people in organizations to help make a difference. What can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Well, one of the things that we want to do with mutual rescue, you know, it's one thing to watch a video, uh, and be inspired, which we love that. Uh, but we want people to also be so inspired that they decide to take action. And it's really important that people know about and engage with the local shelters and rescue groups in their areas because that's where the frontline life-saving is taking place. So one of the things that we've done is we have collaborated with shelters 
uh, across the country that have been at the leading edge of the integration of human and animal services, and we've come up with the best practices for a program called Doggy Day Out, and we've developed a toolkit in collaboration with several shelters um, that's now available for download uh, on our website. If you go to mutualrescue.org, there's a Doggy Day Out section there. And if you happen to be a shelter or a rescue group, uh, it makes it super easy for you to get a program implemented. And essentially what it is, it's a low barrier to participation way that people can take a dog out for the afternoon. Essentially, it's a day foster program. So What's really interesting is a lot of people may not be in a position in their life where they can adopt an animal or even foster an animal for a long period of time, but they are in a position to take a dog out for the afternoon. It helps relieve kennel stress for the dog. They get exercise. And for the human, it's a stress reliever and physical exercise as well. So if people are interested in doing a Doggy Day Out, they can also go to mutualrescue.org under the Doggy Day Out tab, and we have a directory of shelters and rescue groups all across the country that are doing these programs. So that's a way to uh, find a shelter near you, get involved, and hopefully that might lead to something more over time like longer-term volunteering or adopting or donating. But um, Doggy Day Out is a great way to um, to get your feet wet and jump in. Well, and I have to tell you this. I did speak with someone. I interviewed someone who actually was utilizing the Doggy Day Out program at their shelter, and they said how the adoption rate went up, which if yeah. the, the adoption rate goes up, that means you're saving lives because more animals can come in. And exactly. that, yeah, it's it, it was so, I'm getting goosebumps when I'm talking about it, but it's so good because the whole premise is to save the lives. And in order to do this, it's not the total commitment. You're taking the dog, you know, you're taking it out for a little bit, but it socializes it. It teaches it to be out and about. You could take it to a doggy friendly restaurant. You could take it to a dog park. The dog gets the benefit of being out and also get learning to socialize. They said how their adoptions went up. It was amazing. And the dog's were more socialized and they were friendly and they were used to being out. It's just a win-win. It's a win-win for the dogs and it's win-win for the people who are adopting these dogs into the forever families. Yeah, absolutely. So we don't actually recommend that they go to dog parks, but just about everywhere else where they have yeah. an opportunity to be out and about and meeting people. But, um, yeah, it's been amazing because uh, Fredericksburg SPCA uh, was one of the early innovators of this program, uh, and they saw their adoptions increase by 20% when they um, implemented the program. And, you know, one of the, there's, there's multiple reasons why. Sometimes people do do a doggy day out and they end up adopting, which is phenomenal, and I we love that. I think that's great, yeah. Um, but... Um, the other thing that also happens is the dog is meeting people when they're out and about. So the dog's getting exposure they might not have otherwise gotten. And then the other thing is that even if someone isn't in a situation where they're able to adopt that animal, they now have a connection with that animal and they start advocating. They post pictures on their Facebook page. They talk to their friends. Um, one of the first doggy day outs that we did at Humane Society of Silicon Valley was a dog that had been with us for a while and she just had been overlooked. And one of our uh, Doggy Day Out volunteers came in and ended up taking her to just hang out in her backyard for the afternoon. And it turns out that she loved the hose. Like she loved chasing water from the hose. <laughs> and so the volunteer took this great video of her chasing the water from the hose, posted it, sent it to us. We posted it on our Facebook page and somebody had recently lost their dog and that was their favorite thing to do. Oh. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is the, this is my new dog. I love you know, it. So 
Yeah, it's amazing what happens when uh, people are engaging with shelters in their local area and engaging with those animals, and those animals are getting attention. And then, you know, there's a lid for every pot, I like to say, and it's just a matter of getting these animals out there that people know who they are and, and have a chance to say, gosh, I want to bring that animal into my family. Oh, that's so important. Now, I can't um, let you go without asking you with the inspiration for writing your book. We were so honored to have you when it first came out on our show, and we had tremendous uh, feedback on that. But for the listeners who may not have caught that, what was the inspiration for your writing your book? I mean, it you covered so much in it, and it was broke down into four... Um, like increments and it, it it was just a wonderful book and the way you wrote it and um, the way it read was just very easy to read. And it also, you really got what mutual rescue is all about by the time you finished it. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that inspired me to write the book is that, I mean, I love our films. They're incredibly heartwarming and, you know, and inspiring and uplifting. And we have a lot of stories um, in the book, which is wonderful but the piece that I felt we weren't able to communicate through our short films is actually the science behind all of it. And I think that's really important so that people understand it's more than just a feel-good thing. There is just, there's science and research that backs up you know, what you're, what you're feeling, the data actually says that scientifically it's making a difference for you physically, emotionally, mentally. And that's what was important to me is that the head and the heart come together in a really compelling way so that it not only kind of affirms what people's hearts know, but, you know, validates it for their head as well. And I think that's really important for things like ultimately policy change and looking at the role that animals can play in people's overall well-being. And and that's and and just for I want to make sure everybody knows the book because it's it's mutual rescue but how adopting a homeless animal can save you too so um, I think that pretty much sums it up right there is what that book is about. <laughs> so yep. Carol what's coming up next what's next with mutual rescue what's going on. Well, we are in the process of continuing to recruit and onboard new shelters to uh, do the Doggy Day Out program, which we're excited about to continue to scale that. Uh, we're in talks right now about doing a documentary based on the book, which mm. we're super excited about. Um, we've just released um, a couple of new films, um, Jaden Trubbs, uh, about an autistic child and a cat that totally changed her life, um, and another film, uh, Bhuvana Abhishek and Lollipop, about a cat who saved a couple's marriage. Uh, those two films are also available at mutualrescue.org. You can check those out. Um, we're looking for corporate sponsors so that we can find other ways to raise money and have that get to local shelters. And we're also looking at developing new, new toolkits, potentially some things for um, education in terms of helping children with social and emotional learning, uh, perhaps reading programs, and all kinds of things we got going on. So we're excited to just really advance this concept of the integration of human and animal services and how people and animals come together to change one another's lives. Well, and you know, too, I, and I love all of the videos and everything that you, you always have a lot going on there and it's always, you know, moving forward and it's all about that human-animal bond. What I love to do, and it's, he was my first interview. It's Josh and Scout. Yeah. It was my first, when I first became familiar with Mutual Rescue. And I feel with Veterans Day coming up, what a perfect story for people who are going through, you know, some PTSD, who have, who have, you know, experienced things maybe not all of us have experienced. And that's what all the videos are about. But I always love to post the um, 
that video for people, especially around Veterans Day. I always feel it's very important. Can you just tell us just a little bit about that video? Yeah, Josh and Scout is such, oh my gosh, it's such a great mm-hmm. film. Uh, Josh is uh, an amazing guy. He was over um, in the Middle East and experienced a uh, traumatic brain injury. And when he came back to the States, he just was really struggling. He wasn't getting the help and the treatment that he needed. And because it was a traumatic brain injury, he can't really see it. You know, it's it's not like a, a physical injury per se. And so, you know, he was actually kind of bullied a little bit by some of his peers. And he just reached a point where he felt as if his only option was to take his own life. And um, so he... One rainy night had decided he that's what he was going to do, and he wrote a, a goodbye letter, and he put it on his desk, and he went downstairs outside the barracks to take what he thought was going to be his last cigarette. And while he was sitting out there, um, this cat came out from underneath the bushes and just meowed and climbed up into his lap, and it was like, and he just broke down. It was like he felt this cat, you know, needed him, and that this cat came to him in his moment of need, and... It you know it somehow shook him shook him awake so to speak, and so he uh, went on to um, to care for the kitty and there's some some twists and turns which are are pretty great um, because the cat actually uh, disappeared but they were ultimately reunited through a twist of fate. Um, but what's wonderful is that you know Josh has now gone on he he married. Um, uh, a girl that he went to high school with. They now have a beautiful baby girl. Uh, he's gone on and gotten a degree, and he actually works with uh, other veterans now who need assistance uh, getting their lives back together. So this, you know, this one small, tiny, black and white kitten not only saved Josh's life, but now Josh is paying it forward in in really meaningful ways. And that's one of the other things about mutual rescue that I think is amazing. It's is when people heal. Uh, they start to, you know, put more love out into the world. And, you know, what an amazing gift that is. It is. And, and, and just to see it and to see the way that it transitioned and to know that he's gone on to do that. Whereas, you know, when you see him in the video, he's so broken, but it's, it's, it's just amazing. All of the videos are amazing because there's all of that, how, not only does the animal save you, but you save the animal. And it is, it's all a pay it forward thing because everyone that's touched in a positive way by that tends to reach out and do more. So, oh, I just love it. <laughs> Can you tell that I'm like, I'm, I'm into those videos, but well, we love that you're, you're a fan, Susan. I am a lot to us. I totally am. Um, you know what it is too. And I, I say this whenever I talk to anyone from your organization, you guys walk the walk and talk the talk. It's like, you're the real deal. And I just love being able to share with the listeners, all of these great things that you do and do, you know, even though you're located in California, it touches the entire country because all of these, especially with doggy daycare out, all of this stuff is just going, it's growing incrementally across the country. And I'm talking to people who may be in Kentucky, who may be in Florida, who may be here, maybe they're touched by this, by what you do. And you lay it out very simple for them to be a part of it. And it's changed their lives. It's changed their animals' lives, their shelter animals' lives, and the people who adopt them. So it's it's such a big pay it forward thing that you do. I really, I really, really love it. So oh, well, thank you so um, much. Yeah. And and, it, and and you're right, this is really, I mean, we happen to be located in California, but, you know, it's really a national yes. initiative, mm-hmm. and it's about driving engagement and, and you know, activity at the local level, and 
you know, these stories are happening all across the country in shelters all across the country. And, um, you know, we're really just hoping that people will, I mean, a lot of people don't necessarily know, you know, who their local shelter or rescue groups are. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and just getting familiar with that and, and knowing that there's great work going on in the community and finding out how you can help, um, helps make the world a better place. And you guys certainly do. So I want to, Carol, I, where can the people go to learn more about Mutual Rescue, all of your programs, um, the book, the videos? Yeah. So if you go to mutualrescue.org, uh, that is our website, and you can see all of our films there. You can learn about the book. You can learn about Doggy Day Out. Um, you can also uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, the book is available um, at uh, wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, your favorite uh, online or offline retailer. So encourage people to pick up a copy. It's a great gift for the holidays as we start to get into the holiday season. And um, and the films, as I said, are, are all available uh, at our website, mutualrescue.org. Well, Carol, I want to thank you again for coming back and being our guest and for all the work that you, Mutual Rescue, that you're doing all across the country for people and their animals. And I also want to thank you. I I truly loved your book. It is something that I believe people who not only if you're animal lovers, but if you want to learn about things because you have a lot of facts in there as well as great stories. Um, It's just something that I feel that if you're If you know someone involved with animals, if you know someone who wants to learn more about animals or shelters, perfect, perfect book. And I want to thank you for authoring that. And the name of the book is Adopt Mutual Rescue, How Adopting a Homeless Animal Can Save You Too. And believe me, Carol knows what she's talking about. (laughs) So I thank you again. And we are looking forward to what's coming up next at Mutual Rescue. So hopefully we'll be in touch soon. Great. Thanks so much, Susan. It was great to be here today. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment. Oh, sure. It's all fun and games until someone ends up in a cone. That's right. We are animals. Deal with it. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and The Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.